Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your guy, your boy, your cousin, your nephew. So I extra. Sound like Kurt Franklin. <laughs> it's your boy, <laughs> DJ Doris E. And I'm Maya Doris E. And we are back, like back, because we've been on a sabbatical. But we back for another episode of the Dorsey Den podcast. Since we're going back on lockdown, stay y'all butts outside. Are we going back on lockdown? Usually, usually we say, come on in, take a seat, sit on the couch, but it's so weird right now. I don't know what to say for our intro. <laughs> but we um we actually have company today. And yes, they are in-house. Uh, we social distancing. Uh, there's no more than 10 people in here. <laughs> uh, but we, we have a guest in the house. Um, I'm sorry. It's been a while. Company. Company. We have company. We, we have don't have company. a guest. Dang. Uh, okay. I'm thinking other things. But Gosh, it's only been like five weeks? Four. Okay. A month. Yeah, Get with it. Four. We have company. <laughs> we have company. Um, Tim. Tim, do, do, do we my want, brother Tim. Yeah, do, Tim, welcome Tim. Fake hand clap. So, um, thank, you, McKinney, thank you, thank you, yeah, thank you, thank Tim you. Tim McKinney's thank in the building. <laughs> so, let me let me start off with saying something just kind of like kind of weird. You know, today I made a call to pay the doctor bill, and I'm that weird guy that calls people. What when I call any company, I'm like I'm not a robot, and I don't treat them as they're robots. So today she picked up. Hi, um, thank you for calling. And they do. And they said that particular office, it's like a whole 12, 12 word sentence. I'm yeah. Like, so I was like, she said her name. I forget her name. I'm going to just call her Kathy. Hey, Kathy, how you doing? My name is Terrence Dorsey. Um, how you doing today? And she took this pause like, um, how can I help you? And I said, I know it's weird. You don't get that question. Because she <laughs> threw me off by not saying like, I'm good. Because number one, I was expecting press one for English. But I spend your better inque. Like I was expecting to hear that, but it was actually, it was actually a real live person. <laughs> it was actually a real All live person. All the Spanish person. people, Spanish speaking people, are mad at you right now. Well, I don't know Spanish like that. So, but that's what they say. But I, for what for English, press one. But I spend your marque inueve. Um. So, but it was actually a real person that picked up. So I was like, "How are you?" And she was so thrown off by like she was. How can I help you? I was like, huh. and I said it too. I was like, I know you probably don't get that question a lot, but um, hey, I'm calling because uh, my kids. Da, 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 I think it's just weird how people are thrown off when you ask how they're doing. I don't know. Especially now. Especially now, like we are just so. We should be asking how you doing. We need to. <laughs> In this day and time, a like, mental health check. Yeah. But you know what? I heard a comedian say, he was like, when I ask you that question, I'm not really not asking you, how are you doing? I just want to hear one thing or two. Good or fine. <laughs> exactly. That's all I want to when hear. You, when you go to bed, you like, oh, boy. Yeah. I I don't want to hear, well, my life is jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was calling to um, pay this bill real quick. I didn't really want to know all that. I was just being nice. But I don't know. I think, I think this social distancing has made us a little like standoffish we've been we've been looking at the screen zoom calls skype mm-hmm. calls facetime you know google for those people who use google 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 chat. google meet google meet google, google, meet. Mm-hmm. google hangout mm-hmm. hangout and google google yeah yeah, yeah. Google duo. Classroom, duo. yeah. <laughs> i had to peek over at your phone you got an iphone right mm-hmm. okay cool so android you just got a whole lot of stuff we just got facetime 
Mm-hmm. And it works well. But anywho, um, so we I think I think another reason why I didn't really want to talk too much on a podcast is because we've been going through this corona. And I you know what? I kind of just ran out of stuff to talk about. Right. Mm-hmm. And we we kind of took a little bit of a sabbatical, but now we have a situation at hand that especially parents are it's a lot of conversation going on which is to send the kids to school or to not send the kids to school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the reason why we have Tim here is Tim is actually a school administrator. Um, is that correct? Is that, that is that is yeah. correct. I'm yeah. an administrator for a local school district. Yeah, so I know, I think, let me say this, because y'all are more in the trenches than I am, mm-hmm. so I'm going to really kind of sit back and listen today, but... Um, I, I kind of feel bad for people that's in administrative positions, especially like superintendents, mm-hmm. because it seems like the governor should have been the one to say, yay or nay. The kids are not going back to school. We we, we keeping them at home. Mm-hmm. Or, but I think, I don't know. I think he just really put the choice in administrators' hands. He did. He put it he, in the he did. He, he made it. He made the decision uh, more local. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that's why you have a hodgepodge of uh, decisions mm-hmm. that are being made right now. So, um, whereas at the beginning of the pandemic, he made a decision, you know, executive order. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, everybody was went home. That's right, everybody, everybody went home. Yeah, everybody. So, you know, now he, you know, I, I think he's bending to political pressure. Yep. That that's the other issue, and when I hear people saying, you know, education, uh, why are you getting political? Well, education is inherently a political mm-hmm. entity by way of it's funded by the government. Right. So he, you know, I think he's you know bending a little bit to political pressure, um, and he's saying, okay, well, we're just gonna put it on the local districts and y'all have fun. Mm-hmm. And, 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 figure it out. and this ain't I don't think this is just our state Ohio I think no. this is everybody like yeah. all well, states Florida I think they said the governor did say in Florida that it was no in person school oh really no 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 he, what did he say he, he, well, he said, let everybody go to the beach no <laughs> <laughs> definitely not I no. thought he said everything was going to be online. No, 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 no. Okay, no, well, I missed no. it. I heard it secondhand, so. That man said that everybody going to school. Oh. There was no online option? I don't know if there was an online option. I think there is, but he mandated that everybody be in school. That That is what he did. We can we can Google that right now. His, Governor DeSantis, I believe, is that's yeah, what his name is. That's his name. And that's that that is the issue. The issue, the main issue with this is, you know, let's just be honest here. The pandemic has not been managed well. However, people wanna, you know. Right. It has not been managed well. So you have um spread in cases that have gone up in the in the community. Mm-hmm. So if you have that in the community, well, Aren't students a part of the what? The community. The community. Yeah. So if they are then going to come into the school building, and some of them may be infected, may not, then guess what they're going to do? Bring it home. They're going to bring it home. Bring it they're going to affect the other kids. Mm-hmm. They're going to affect teachers. 
They're going to infect administrators. Yeah. Right. Bus drivers, custodians. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if um so you have two issues. The pandemic has not been managed well. Mm-hmm. If the pandemic had been managed well, then we would be in a situation where it wouldn't be no problem going back to school. It would be minimal risk. All of this is a a risk analysis. It right. would be minimum risk. Well, now the risk is high because the numbers are sky high. Mm-hmm. Here in, um, you know, Montgomery County, you know, the numbers are, they've uh, skyrocketed. Yeah. And the governor's on TV, you know. <laughs> talking talking about in a, circles. Yeah. You know, he's like, I'm telling y'all, y'all, y'all need to get I, it together. That's what I tell y'all. I said, that's like your mama saying, all mm-hmm. right. Yeah, keep on. See, I didn't yep. watch it. I didn't watch it because I was waiting for the highlight reel. I'm that. I'm that guy. Who's like, no, and me, I want to hear it in real time. I want to hear no secondhand information. I want to know what did he say, and he did not say anything besides the numbers. Yeah, he I, just gave the numbers. Yeah, That's when it. I went, when I went um, on social media, I was looking just kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's see what's being said. Everybody was like, he said nothing. You saw memes of like. Mm-hmm. I think I think what he did was he was just giving y'all uh, some time. He was giving y'all a warning shot. Put your stuff together. You know, you know how like in hip hop, you know, when you when you do that one dish, you maybe give them a bar or two, mm-hmm. and you're just giving them a shot, mm-hmm. and you already got like three or four songs written. I think that's I think that's what he's doing. First off, in the click. And- <laughs> <laughs> Right, we hit him up. <laughs> Tupac gave some warnings before he did that song. He yeah. he did a feature on um somebody's album, but yeah, there's always warning before yeah, destruction. Just, I'm telling you, there's always warning before destruction. Before so y'all get your toilet tissue and your water and your paper towels hey, and hey, all your hey, stuff. You're giving up now. the secrets. The toilet tissue. Listen, no, for real. But the toilet tissue missing again. It is. Yeah. Because I think people are planning for us to. Go I back think people lockdown. are prepping for I it. I think we are. Because mm. I think we are one step. Away from being what's considered we a red, red zone. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're not red yet. Well, Montgomery County's red, right? Mm-hmm. But Ohio is underneath the red. Ohio, the the cases are skyrocketing in Ohio. Yeah, that's part of what he said. And he so what? And what he also said another warning shot. He was like, you know, click we clack. don't <laughs> <laughs> click clack. He was like, we don't want to be like Florida. Texas, Arizona, where they have a mm-hmm. they have a serious problem now with their cases going up and up. Um, so, you know, I I don't know uh, if people are listening, but he he's sending them shots. So in, in two to three weeks, so this is what'll happen in two to three weeks if we do go on lockdown. Then guess what's gonna happen with schools? It's gonna be it's back gonna be at home lockdown. anyway. Yeah, yeah. So and that that's the other thing. So with you. I'm curious to know what's the conversation because as a parent, let me, let me just speak as a parent, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel, I feel horrible. Like we, we toss back and forth about, do we send the kids to school or do we not? Mm-hmm. We just made a decision. And the this, like, I feel bad for our kids because they haven't seen their friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They haven't seen their friends. It's just been us. Mm-hmm. It's just been us four in this house. And the neighborhood kids. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Side note. All I needed was my neighborhood friends when I grew up. Because we had a lot of them. <laughs> so I was cool if I didn't see everybody yeah, in absolutely. school. It's a different day and age now. But um, they got FaceTime. But I think 
I felt a way like they need that social outlet. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But the parental side is like, it ain't safe. Mm-hmm. It ain't safe to send them up in there. And one of one of them, one of them catch a uh, catch a germ. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I could put it. And then they might be asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm bring it home, somebody else gets sick. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, man. It's just so confusing. Then I think I question too because if a teacher gets sick mm-hmm. and they they got six periods, seven periods, or something, and they got all these kids that's coming in out their classroom, and then it's like discovered, oh, they've been exposed. Mm-hmm. What are they gonna do? Are they gonna shut? Are they gonna shut the building down? Do they shut the whole district down? What what is the conversation even around that? Well, so in my district, um, if one person. Uh, Gets gets COVID nineteen, the whole building shut down. Just the building. Well, the building, and if that particular student has a sibling in another building, that building that building shut getting shut down. That's what I told you. I said because it's, it's just a. It's but a, I told you that I said you have to shut down the other building if they have siblings. Now, mm-hmm. granted, what if you have a family, a big family, and them siblings cover three, four buildings? Or more. I mean, All we, those we buildings are shut down. Our kids, between both of our kids, it's two different buildings. Exactly. And so I guess my other question was, is because um, another person told me about this. Okay, let's just say you have the hazard bags or the, the computer bags or whatever mm-hmm. on deck to, to send. But you have them in the office or locked up. What's, and the, what's the hazard bag? You talking about with the computer? And yeah, it's like the computer work. and some other stuff in it for you to go home, I guess, for the 14 days and do your work. Because I got to tell you. Because you got a you got a teacher friend here, you can't be talking that teacher talk. <laughs> he gets on me all the time. What is an IEP? Everybody what is a TBT? All the macronyms. What is a right. BLT? Y'all, y'all got, you said a BLT. It uh, is, and in the BLT, building leadership team. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm thinking bacon, bacon lettuce, lettuce, tomato, tomato sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to break it down to the listeners that's not educators. Okay, so a hazard bag is like a blizzard bag. I'm calling it a hazard bag. You all might not even be call, calling mm-hmm. it that. It's the same thing. But it basically has the computer in it. It has some materials in it or some supplies, I guess, for you to do your work for 14 days. My thing is, if the school was to call today and said, say, there's a case. Well, we're not at school. I don't have that hazard bag. It's at the school. Y'all just telling me today. So what am I going to do for the next 14 days with work? So you're saying if the school calls and you're not in school when the school calls? Right. So like let's like just say time, like Yeah, let's say this right evening now. one of your teachers call and say, My results just came back and I'm positive. Y'all not gonna open up school the next day. I well, probably not. Right. I think but there there there'll so be saying how do they get access to the hazard bags? Yeah. Yeah, how you get the bags. Yeah. Well there would be a process put in place. I mean, we were um what I did in my previous school is uh we would um, when we did shut down, we passed out Chromebooks, mm-hmm. um, and they would just come up. We just hand them to them. They assign for them, and then you know they, they never had to come out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that is a concern. But there's a process that's put in place. But that's a valid uh, a concern. And it's a process in place that some people can comply with, but not everyone, because you're talking about every, transportation and access and everything else. Now, I know people don't, you know, the district that I work in is high poverty, and I know everybody thinks that everybody has a car. And they don't. And they don't. Trust Mm-mm. me. They catch the bus they, or get a ride when they can or we, a cab or whatever. We've had kids get Ubered. 
That's right, to the school. Yeah. Especially not the older as, kids, like the, the middle school, kids, high schoolers. Not smaller kids. Yeah. Uber? Yeah. yeah. Just mm-hmm. the random Uber drivers bringing the kids the to school. Mu- the, the, the parent could not um, get the kid to school. And So that's the best way I can and, get you And they there. didn't, or they didn't have a bus, or it's all sorts of issues. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to applaud the wanting to get them to school part, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the Uber is not cheap depending on where it's coming yeah. from. Right. But it's just like for me, I'm like I'm I would not, never put my yeah. yeah. But but I mean you know that and that's the so and baby you sit in the back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with your phone in your hand you while on exactly. Facetime yeah. But that just taps into the inequities. That's right. Of one thing that this pandemic, especially let's just stick with education, is done it in society as a whole, but it it has uh, put a. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A um, highlight, spotlight. Thank you. A spotlight, or it's highlighted mm-hmm. the inequities in education. Mm-hmm. This has been a problem for years, it has. And, and you know, I, I don't think we as a country has addressed it properly. But it's been a problem that's been ignored because of zip code. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, it ain't a problem out here. You know what I mean? So like no, no, in yeah, the suburban yeah. school district, we good. That's y'all problem over there mm-hmm. and that zip code. But now that we are all faced with this same similar challenge, mm-hmm. now they say it's the great equalizer, but it's still not equalizing. Mm-mm. Right? This pandemic is yeah, the, the pandemic is, I mean, you know, you I've heard the phrase that the pandemic is the great equalizer. Well, it really is not because even not in that. Washington people. <laughs> I can't. Even in that, you know, black people are still suffering the worst. We're still, you know, getting sick more than any other group of people. We we're still in a financial situation. That little stimulus money is not going to change people's livelihood and their outcome for one month of a of a mm-hmm. stimulus, you know. And so it's like it's it hasn't equalized anything. We're still in a inequitable situation regardless of the pandemic what's the saying um when other folks get a cold black folks get the flu that's right <laughs> you know y'all mm-hmm. y'all just getting a little piece of the symptoms mm-hmm. but you are not taking this sustaining the same impact as blacks that's true yeah i got another question so you said you talked about the hazard package mm-hmm. and if the school shut down what about the kids that need food? Because how, how I know there was something that was going mm-hmm. on with this last one where um, uh, they, I think they was, they was doing something to get the food to the kids. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure what they was doing. But is that is that a discussion? If there is a quarantine that needs to happen? Um, I, I know that when we did shut down school the first time that they were continuing to have food spots. Mm-hmm. And they would give food. Um, there, there'd be a particular couple of schools where parents can go and pick up food. Mm-hmm. And so walking fo- distance, yeah. Yeah, so food will still be um, uh, passed out to the kids who need it. But, but, but think about this though, and, th- and this may sound uh, uh, grim. What if everything was going the way it should be? Why should? Why would the schools feel the need to pass out food to kids? Think about that. Why would schools feel the need to pass out food to kids? Why? Because there's a need there. Why? Because there's poverty there. Mm-hmm. Why? Because, you know, their parents may not be able to give them the nutrition that they need. Mm-hmm. People, don't, uh, people don't understand But that. let's talk about access. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. Let's talk about access. Food so, deserts. It's a food desert. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you talk about access, well, you well, you come out on the south side of town or even your area of town where you live, there's grocery stores. But in the mid, mid part of Dayton, the central part of Dayton, it's a food desert. And so if I don't have trans- a lot of other cities too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean all across the country, but if I don't have a, a if I don't have a car, like move around number 1, mm-hmm. and then in my neighborhood here all they got is fast food. No, or they got the little bootleg corner stores. <laughs> <laughs> the mini marts. The mini marts. There you go. Some submarines and some of them boots. I'm sorry. Boy, they it, be off the hook. The be, food in jumping. there is not yeah. always quality. Boy, we had this corner store called Kelly's. We go to the back. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Let me get I that. Can't. Let me get that. Let me get that pepperoni and cheese. You know, you go to some of them gas stations and you get some of this, them them breakfast sandwiches with the mm. super with the super donut. Oh man, Bruh. Or let me get a um. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a sausage egg, a white tea, a black and mild, and twelve on pump five. Sure that. Exactly. That's exactly how it go. <laughs> it was like you can get or no, they'd be like back in the day, they'd be like, Yeah, let me get one cigarette. Right. Uh, yeah. A Coke forty five. Um and five on two. Yeah. Yeah. Five on two, where you going? Around the corner. Right around the corner. But yeah, I mean when you start talking about access, it's another issue too on the mm-hmm. quality of food that mm-hmm. kids are getting. Which is the reason why they have these um fruit and vegetable programs too Absolutely. that come into the schools to just even introduce kids to different varieties of fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's not. It's so many different issues with this and then Okay, let's talk about the academic gap. Hmm. So we all know every year, if you're a teacher, typically you prepare for the gap. The summer learning loss is what they call Mm -hmm. it. Um, The summer slide, which is basically that you have lost three months of learning over the summer. By by the way, we should not be out of school for the summertime. We are not farmers any longer. But that's another discussion for another day. No, you're going to talk about it in one second. Okay. Because we're going into the year because <laughs> we're getting ready to go. There's a proposal for the year round school model. Absolutely. And so that is going to tie into the reason why that is important. Okay. But <laughs> Yeah, we'll circle back to that. Yeah. My eyebrows just raised. <laughs> but, you know, I don't lost my train of thought. I am in interject. I don't know what I was talking about. You were talking about the summer gap. Oh, the summer learning loss. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the academic gap. You have Maya, on top of Maya a... Maya just turned 40, by the way. Go ahead. <laughs> whoop, whoop. It's, it's already happening. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, so you're talking about losing three months traditionally mm-hmm. of school instruction mm-hmm. on top of a quarter. So we're talking about a half a year of instruction, technically, mm-hmm. even though it hasn't been quite six months. That kids are going to come in behind since COVID, but some kids were already behind before COVID. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is the curriculum approach for when kids come back to school or how are you going to catch them up? Like, I have a third grader mm-hmm. this year. I really need the state to tell me if they're going to have a third grade reading guarantee test or not mm-hmm. or if it's going to be suspended. Because I feel like it's unfair to any parent that you have a state assessment to pass Mm -hmm. in order to move forward when you've lost technically six months plus of instructional 
mm-hmm. support. But then now you want me to sit down and want my child to perform on a test. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is going to be the teacher or the curriculum approach to try to go back and pull my second grader from fourth quarter and really catch him up for a third grader first quarter? Well, first of all, there should be no um, standardized test, period. Let alone there should be no standardized test this year mm-hmm. because of everything that's going on, simply because of what you just said. I think the the approach in regards to curriculum and what we need to do for our kids, there has to be, uh, and I think in my district uh, th- there was a um, a, a uh, writing on this or whatnot. I lost my train of thought. But there has to be a effort to review what was missed in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to sort of try to tie that in into the pacing guide and move forward from there. You can't catch up the students all the way, but you can hit those what we call power standards. Yeah, power standards. That we that the students will need and then, you know, move on uh moving forward because they lost they lost some of that in the spring. Mm-hmm. Now, he, here's my issue. You know, a lot of people say well virtual learning isn't good. It isn't good. And and it, it, it does not replace face to face instruction. It doesn't. Absolutely it not. It doesn't. It doesn't. But I know some teachers who did a darn good job mm-hmm. in virtual learning. And so those students wouldn't need to catch up as much. Right. So that to me uh is an issue of instruction, of of desire, of wanting to know how to teach virtually. Um, you know, Somebody has said to me, you know, well, we can't go back to virtual learning. And, of course, we don't want to. We want our babies in school. But at the same time, if there is uh, training for virtual learning, if there is the desire, and if you, you know, can somehow build those relationships with those students, now, that would be very difficult if we don't go back and you have to start virtual learning. Right. That would be an issue. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it can be done. So I'm just saying all that to say, you know, some kids got some learning done in the spring. There was some instruction mm-hmm. and there was some student learning going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids didn't know because you have those kids who wouldn't log on. You had those kids who, you know, the parents just aren't versed. Heck, I don't, you know, I'm an educator and I got to go back and restudy. I'm some telling of those, you that Google Classroom, those, I was uh, like. Yeah. You know, I help me, especially math. I've never been a math oh, reader, so me I had to go either. back and study it. Common, <laughs> common core, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was Jesus. I was calling some folks like, "Can y'all help Jay?" Because um, I don't know what this is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but to answer your question, it does. Uh, there has to be a review process, mm-hmm. and it does have to be retaught because a lot of kids did miss that last quarter, <laughs> and um, then. When, in regards to the pacing guide, they have to move forward. Um, and you just have to pack it in as much as possible. So so will there be a step back in the pacing guide by a month or two and then, like, accelerate going forward? That's what I – yeah, I think there is. Okay. There's a portion in the pacing guide uh, where they can go back and reteach some so material. So pacing guide is the basically, like, the agenda – like the academic agenda, <laughs> to put it in layman's terms, of like what you're going to teach each week yeah, well, you in your content area. Absolutely. Basically a lesson plan. It's not kinda. a lesson plan. Yeah, I mean, kind of, sort of. Yeah. It, it's, basically, it's basically what you said, Maya. It is a um, 
let's just say to the people out there, it's an agenda of what you're supposed to teach weekly. Right. And what standards, what are those power How standards? How standards line with those lesson plans? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I think I think one of the things that was kind of like, I learned something during this pandemic. I think we both did. And it's probably something that homeschoolers are already familiar with, mm-hmm. which is the kids was done with their work in like three hours. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, so y'all in school for six seven hours? hours? Seven hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all done when you here when we didn't catch on to this until probably like two months into the pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. But it was like after once we finally kind of like got this groove that Maya set up. <laughs> Once she finally yeah. found the group, because I man, because it started while I was recovering from surgery. Oh yeah, so I was mm-hmm. kind of like lax the days, and you know, like did y'all do y'all work? Yeah, we did our work. Okay, and then finally, when I kind of like came off of recovery leave, then I was like, wait a minute, we got to get a schedule because I mm-hmm. can't keep up with what y'all doing and what y'all say y'all doing. Then Google sends you this report mm-hmm. and says all these assignments is missing. So then that's what was getting my attention with my sixth grader. Like, the heck, you said you was doing your work, but I got a whole list of 20 Mm -hmm. assignments that's missing. Like, what's going on? What work have you been doing? Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I've been doing my work. They haven't updated the grades. And I'm like, I got to get a handle on Mm -hmm. what's going on. So I had to create some structure. But it did. It took like three hours, maybe four hours for us to finally say, okay, this is all the work. What I did not like, and I'm I'm curious how they're going to do it this year. I didn't like the piecemealing the work out every day. It would be no, easier yeah. for me if you just say, get, just lay it out. here's the work for the week. And then allow the parents and the students to control. Okay, well, I'm going to do all my math on Tuesday and Thursdays. And you know what I mean? Like you can knock it out. But when you just piecemealing and they posting it every day, mm-hmm. it's hard. We, well, I think we, we told teachers that you, you don't need to post work every day. Mm-hmm. That, that's too much for the kids. But then also, it, it, you know, it was just a little bit too much. It was overwhelming for us. It was. Yeah. But then also, you know, people don't understand. Nobody planned to be doing virtual learning in right. the spring. Right. Kind of got just thrusted into like, the whole thing. It was thing, like, yeah. a, I, see, I remember because my daughter had had cotillion. Mm-hmm. That was March 7th. And I she believe. was a senior. She's mm-hmm. Right. She was a senior. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about that. Right. Mm-hmm. About, about the seniors. But go right. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So that week, I'll never forget because I think that Sunday, you know, I'm a Lakers fan. Mm-hmm. LeBron, you know. You go where he go? No, 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 no. Okay. I do. No, no. I'm I've that been, guy. I'm, I'm a Lakers fan since Magic Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah, so diehard. But yeah, anyway, I was watching the basketball game. <laughs> What's up, man? It's the Magic Man. <laughs> 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 so it, that Sunday and then that Monday, you know, I – See, let me say this. I knew about the COVID. See, I kept telling everybody since January. I said, yo, there's this something strange happening in China and it's getting to Europe and whatever. But anyway, so that week, I think it was a Wednesday. And I think, was it a Wednesday or Thursday? And that's when the governor shut down schools. Because first, it was, it, a was ba- a it was a basketball game. Yep, it was Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. it was a basketball game, tournament game, high school, mm-hmm. that we all was waiting on. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't go. The governor shut down the March Madness and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. And so we were, my point being, we were thrust into mm-hmm. figuring out like, what to was, do. It was like the Thanos finger. Just yeah. Snapped. It just happened. And mm-hmm. so it caught a lot of us off guard. Like, 
when he said we were going to be gone for the three weeks, I thought, okay, we'll be gone and, you know, we'll come back. But then once I start seeing the scale of this thing, I said. Three months later. Nah, <laughs> this, this ain't happening. So I'm saying that to say, to your concerns, Maya, there are a lot of teachers who were learning on, on, on the run, mm-hmm. you know, learning, uh, you know, as we were doing this. So it was kind of difficult to just know what to do nobody knew i mean you know nobody went to all virtual learning. i mean there were all digital schools but these teachers hadn't did that so they didn't have the experience so i think but we got in the groove though one thing i'm proud of my school uh, a lot of the teachers they worked very hard we passed out chromebooks to parents who didn't have it mm-hmm. you know they had food uh, we passed that out. I mean, we did everything we could for our kids. So, mm-hmm. and then for eighth grade recognition, we had like one of those drive-through mm-hmm. recognitions. It mm-hmm. was a hit with the parents. One thing I was on a PD today, and one thing one professional thing, development. Prof- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> now I'm about to say you was on the police department. <laughs> professional <laughs> development, a, a training, <laughs> a workshop, a yeah, professional a development, training, workshop, a professional development, yes. and. One of the things that they said was when when I told them, they were talking about building relationships with kids and communication. I said, we have to be innovative. I said, this is an issue where we can't do the traditional mechanisms and use the components that we need. We got to be innovative. And we were uh, innovative, and we're going to have to be innovative moving forward until Mm -hmm. uh, the COVID, prayfully, goes away. Yes. One Man, day. Listen, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm at a place where emotionally, I have I, I can't front. I'll be up and down. Yeah. I'll be up and down. Um. And, w- and the more I think about it, I, I look. I'm always thinking about what's the future. Yeah. What does the future look like? And I think I zap myself to when is when this is over, and I'm I'm thinking back like. I should have broke down 10 times. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I think because we're in it and you just got to, we in it, we in the water. I ain't got no time to really do too much but swim. Mm-hmm. But man, just just even thinking about our kids going back to school is stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, or just prepare, because I know bef- when, it, when we was thrusted into the pandemic and stay at home order, it was just like we gotta we gotta make this thing work, uh-huh. but it was stressful. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking now, okay, the school year is coming up. We're keeping our kids home. We gotta. We're talking about me and Maya's talking about. We gotta be on the schedule. We uh-huh. gotta create a schedule, uh-huh. and it's like stressing me out. Uh-huh. And it might not be that bad. It, it might and not see, be that and bad. And Terrence is the type. He's the procrastinator in the relationship. Oh, it don't happen. So I, he I'm gonna put anything. it off until the night Uh-oh. before. You know what? If <laughs> they tell me like, twelve o'clock, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not starting until eleven forty five. Yeah, and me, you and know I me. I'm the planner. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want. I'm I'm going to be stressed out trying to think about this the night before. So it's like, I I don't push on him too hard because I know that's how he is. <laughs> I work better under pressure though. Yeah. I'm he a, does. I, I work better at under pressure. And then I'm under playing, pressure at the last minute. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of in between. I, I can work good under pressure, but then I do plan. I, I don't you know. like that. But, but to your point, Terrence, it's stressful on the educators. Mm-hmm. Very. Because let me tell you what you don't want. You don't want to get a text, a phone call, 
and say, you know, somebody got COVID, and I ain't going to say what else could mm-hmm. bad could happen because I'm not going to speak that into yeah, existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's stressful, cause, you know. And so at our at our in our building in our district, we got to wear masks. Have you now? I'm all for wearing masks to stop the spread, but to wear it seven hours a day? That's what I'm about to I'm say. About, all day. I, Come on I mean, now. It's, it's tough just going into the grocery store. You probably got to get one of those things that... that. <laughs> okay, kids, turn into your book. A little Darth Vader action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's tough. You got a tube. But that's my point. I know my son, Jay, might, because she'll probably be like, Mama, I'm going to get me if I don't wear it. But this, my son cannot keep that dog on mask on in Kroger's. Mm-hmm. It's I'm like, boy, you got to cover up your nose and your mouth. You can't just have one or the, it has to both be. But I can't breathe. I'm like, that's the point. At school, you're going to have to do. So just over the summer, just trying to get them more comfortable with wearing it. I seen mm-hmm. somebody on, um, I don't know if you on Black Educator Rock. Mm-hmm. Somebody has suggested, like, um, parents start making your kids wear the mask Mm-hmm. Even at home in the house for like 30, 30 to minutes to an hour a day at a time mm-hmm. so they can start getting comfortable to wearing it versus yes. wait until the school year start. And then they in class, some of they can't breathe this, that, and the other, like even practicing it at home mm-hmm. to prepare them. Disclaimer. There is no comfort in wearing a mask. I mean, there's not, but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I, get, I, know like saying. I know one school district I talked to today, they, they said they're getting their kids, every kid's going to have a face shield. Yeah, that's the school district I'm in. Yeah, they're okay. They, this was a different one now. But, oh, okay. <laughs> but they said they were going to have a face shield. Miss Johnson, I lost my face shield. Yep, you got to have that. Man. Especially little kids taking the mask off, coughing, sneezing. Duh, 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 duh. It's just like it's too stressful. But what happens? Man. What happens when the kids won't wear them? Because you know. The kids can be some of the kids can just be piece of piece of work just mm-hmm. because like I ain't wearing that. Blah, blah, blah. My mama said I ain't gotta wear it. The new fight. Blah, blah, blah. The new fight is gonna be say something. I'm a hat you. Right. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be the new fight. He said mm-hmm. he got COVID. He said his mama got COVID. You know. I'm gonna sneeze on you. Yeah. But the other thing is what what do you Boy. do? I know that's it's what you going have to prepare all through for. My mind. <laughs> you you got to prepare for it. Yeah, I'm like, I love being a school administrator, but I'm glad I, I ain't hear this our year. Kids coming back, like daddy. So and so said, or so and so threatened to call for me tomorrow. Yep, petty, just gonna, petty. Yeah, you know, man. he didn't say he was gonna punch you. He said he was gonna call for no, me. No, but the kicker is gonna be when kids claim that their relatives that they live with have COVID. You know what I'm saying? And you sitting there like, oh, please be quiet. But, and then the parents freaked out calling like, my son told me that such and such told them. And then you got this hearsay. He said, she said stuff. My mama told me to tell, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Mind your dang business, Mitch. 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 But that, listen. Michelin man. These, these are the issues that politicians, that the community that certain folks just don't understand when it comes right. to what happens when a teacher calls off and there are no subs. There are no subs. Then you got to put these kids in another. Okay, but I got a deeper question. There's going to be no social distancing. And you cannot, right. you cannot combine them kids together in that class. You cannot double you cannot, up classes you like you traditionally, tra- tra- gonna be traditionally do. Because they're going to be classes already. Is it going to be they just going to be in well, one class it, all, it, all day? Elementary, they said they're going to roll yeah. the teachers around, but the middle school a, kids have a, to change. Yeah, the middle school kids have to change. In high school. What's going to happen, and I'm sorry, parents, 
when, because y'all do this sometimes, when the parents send the kids to school sick. I was, I was they do it, it now. <laughs> Parents do it now. Because what they do is they mask it with the Motrin and the yeah, yeah, the, the talent, the, suppress the, the, the fever. Yeah. But yeah. Th- this is not you. You can't afford to send a kid you to school sick now, even but if see, you suspect. Yeah. But see, here, here's the catch twenty two, and I here's the catch. But then it's like I got to go to work. So what I'm supposed Boom. to do? <laughs> Boom. But I would, I would hope, I would hope employers are going to be flexible, very like extremely flexible. Because if yeah. there's, there's going to be some jerk employer out there that's going to be like, I don't care what's going on. I need you here at 8 o'clock tomorrow. But see, that's the question yeah. that the governor, remember he got it over the summer. Like, mm-hmm. so when my employer is not being um, compliant or flexible and I'm saying I don't feel comfortable or whatever, what do I do? And that's when he said, foul unemployment. Like, mm-hmm. you're just going to have to quit. You're going to have to file unemployment. But you can't get unemployment if... You quit, right? I thought it was like you had to be laid off. No, the health department. Contact yeah, the local health yeah. department first, and then I think from there you go through the process to file unemployment. That sounds like a problem within itself. Cause okay, because you know unemployment, he's been trying to get unemployment for yeah since Corona. Yeah, for my for my um, <laughs> literally for, for his my DJ. business. Yeah, for my DJ. Oh, business. really? Yeah, yeah, because I'm not DJ. I'm not working. So yeah, all that money, all that yeah. income is gone. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not like I got my day job. Mm-hmm. And I think the unemployment is set up in a way to where the way the like, unemployment is set up. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, set up how it's set up. Here it is right. July. I've been I've been going through this whole process since April mm-hmm. and I still ain't got one cent yet. Yeah, he calls every day and, and it's I about call, and it's like they literally would tell you. Sorry, we're too busy. We can't take your call. Call back at another time. Click. Mm-hmm. Click. Yeah. And it's like, wow. You And then when you do get through, you're waiting on the phone for an hour, hour and a half, two mm-hmm. hours. And um, it, it's that that process has just been a head ache. And that's mm-hmm. called the PUA? Well, I haven't trying got, to get the PUA? I had to go through state first. To yeah. get denied. Mm-hmm. To get denied. Mm-hmm. And that process took three months i finally just got a denial Mm -hmm. now i have to tell them to cancel out my claim so i could file for the pua Mm -hmm. and at first i didn't know i could file for it because i'm Mm -hmm. like i got a job but it's like i file taxes like this is my business you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but the employment is unemployment is just so anybody that has to go through it i'm like it's it's dreading it it, it's just And, 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 and tough it's tough and the way they got it set up so for a person that has to go through another layer of saying, okay, my employer is tripping, I'm going to have to, um, would you say something about that? Go through the health department. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a whole other layer of problems. Cause yeah, because they have to investigate, um, do an inquiry. They have to go investigate your claim, go through all of that, and then make a decision. And I guess based on the decision, that's how you can apply for unemployment. Mm-hmm. Question, two questions. Mm-hmm. How... How many te- have you had any teachers to say that because teachers can be old? I'm just saying, mm-hmm. old, you said old, old, old. Mm-hmm. You know, educators will be in a upper 60s, 70s, be sometimes before mm-hmm. they retire. So, have you had teachers to say, I'm not coming back? Has the has the resonations mm, that's a good question? Has the resonations been increased because of COVID? I so. For me and my, my building, this is a new building for me. Um, no, mm-hmm. but I just saw on the news today that in my district, the resignations, there have been people who resigned mm-hmm. 
because of COVID. Right. Mm. So that's a whole nother issue. Right. Now you got vacancies that what's the likelihood in the next four to six weeks you're going to feel? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That makes it more if the, you already have a bunch of resignations in in school districts period mm-hmm. then you know there's a teacher shortage see all of these problems there is a national let's be clear there's a national teacher shortage, teacher shortage. Yes. so now and, and we're not talking we're not even talking about terrence the teacher shortage of african-american no that's not just even get period. to that just period yeah so now dang this is the first time i'm hearing it oh oh yeah so now you have that issue so now it, it be, so it becomes very very important to fill these vacancies. We have to have a full staff come mm-hmm. day one, because you just you don't know if a sub is going to come in, and I and we're going to have a sub shortage because if I'm a sub, am I coming in? For to, for what is it? Eighty dollars a day? Is it, maybe a hundred a day. I, I don't remember. Yeah, no. So the so I guess here's my overriding point. They're gonna be like, I'm getting this unemployment. Hey, exactly. Yeah. Why would I even mm-hmm. sub? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But the people, the politicians who are making these decisions, it's just strict, strictly political. It's they're not looking for some of these issues that we're bringing up. Mm-hmm. And it's not for the welfare of the students or for the the staff. And so, you know, I my so here's here's my unpopular opinion. Mm hmm. You know, at first, when when we first had the pandemic, I said, "Man, I'm I'm ready to go back." Mm-hmm. What they talking about? I was ready to go back in May. Mm-hmm. Me too. I was tired of I being at home and here. you know doing this stuff virtually. As I looked at the pandemic, I'm like, "Man, I don't." Now I'm like, "I I don't know." Either we, either I would rather have a hybrid model or all virtual learning because mm-hmm. it's not safe. Now here's the caveat. If the pandemic was managed well and we had the curve was down and we had you mm-hmm. know, lower caseload, the risk is lower. I'm be like, Bet, let's bring them in. Let's if we got to wear masks, whatever. But the cases are spiking. Yep. So it, it, it just it this is a uh, issue that should not have uh, be an issue, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We should be ready to go back to school and going back to normal because from what the expert the scientists, the scientists what the experts are saying is if we had to do what we supposed to do then we would be ready we we be ready for football we'd be ready for sports yeah and we'd be ready for going back to school and this wouldn't be an issue see this is a you remember new jack city y'all oh yeah <laughs> this is bigger than eno brown <laughs> It's just calling me. It's just calling yeah. me. This, I mean, because what what a pandemic does is... We're supposed to be brothers. We're supposed to be brothers. <laughs> but what a pandemic does is... um, it, it A pandemic is not racist. A pandemic doesn't care if you're rich, if you're it poor. Does it, doesn't, it doesn't care if you wish it away. It doesn't care if you lie constantly. It is going to do what it's going to do. And we didn't do what we're going to do. And it affects all our lives. So, you know, I think I think even when I think about how you said the politics mm-hmm. have kind of like kicked in, I feel you have people that are compliant. Like Absolutely. I'm, I'm on the side of, you know what, as much as it would hurt, shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down. Get Shut it down for two weeks. Yeah. I'm talking about a literally yeah. stay at home. If we see y'all out. We got to order the. You almost talking about martial law. <laughs> Close to it. I, I'm I'm with it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with it. If 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 this thing, if the scientists are saying it, can, flat, it. it can flatten the curve, mm-hmm. if they're saying that, mm-hmm. shut it down for two weeks. But they're saying this is a slow season. They're like, this ain't nothing. Ain't that crazy? They said this this is the slow season. This yeah, they're, is they're the suspecting. this is the dip. Like this is not because even the flu, the, the flu is coming around the yeah, corner. Yeah, like November. when the fall hit, it's gonna be out of control. Because when you have because when you have the flu and COVID, you can't tell the difference. You can't tell the difference. It says it's gonna mm-hmm. be out of control. And so, like, how do you even get a vaccine for that? No, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, do you even need to get the flu shot? <laughs> well, they're, they're suggesting that you do, but you know, uh, again. You you, mm. you 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 look at other I, look at other look at Europe. By the way, they banned Americans from going to Europe. Did you know that? I guess hurt. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can't go that. to Europe yeah, at we, all. We can't go to Europe. Just Americans. I, it may or be they, other or, countries or, or outsiders. Are they talking about outsiders? They shut their borders. Basically, they're saying if you have a, a spike in cases, like we do, we in have a, basically state. we have an out of control pandemic, mm-hmm. and they have controlled it because their cases are like down here. How is Italy doing? Do you know? It's good, really. And it was we're be- spiking. Yes, because you remember Italy was one of those epicenters. Yeah, they were. And oh, you, we know. Yeah, it was bad in Italy. I mean, it was bad. Yeah, man. And th- this the funny thing is, it was back in March. We start. We we had we had a trip for Mediterranean Italy. cruise, and we was gonna spend <laughs> two or three days. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, we and all that wasn't going to be a good thing. As soon as I heard Corona, yeah, what? We booked it. It's a wrap. We booked it in December Mm -hmm. to go to Italy for that was where our cruise was going to start. Man, that'd have been nice. It was like a 10 day. We were going to Greece. We were going to Madrid. We were going, yeah, Naples. Or is it called Naples? We were going to Rome. Yeah, Rome. All bad. It was all bad. (laughs) And we was going to spend two days in Italy first. And then it was like in March, we started having a conversation before everything got shut down. It was probably like end of February, March. We was like, I don't know if we should be going. Because that's when Italy was the hot spot. Absolutely. And then it was like it got shut down. Everything got shut down. We was like, I don't think we're going anyway. No. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're going anyway. And then I tried to get a refund. They gonna play me like, I'm sorry, you can't get a refund. Mm-hmm. So instead of me getting mad, I said, you know what? That's okay. They gonna see. Nobody's going to be cruising. Okay, so they'll see. Now what? Just a couple weeks ago, we end up getting this credit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they gave us our full credit back. They did. They but I'm us- like. Y'all already knew a couple months ago. Y'all was playing. Mm-hmm. Nobody, especially when people was on those ships dying and sick oh, and all that. Was that. I was like, "Are you think... stuck in the middle of the ocean?" Oh no, I'm not doing and, that. And it was confined to their room. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Them little rooms. You been on a cruise before? No. Listen. Well, the rooms ain't that big. I know. Yeah. It's from that TV to over here, mm-hmm. and that's doing good. And that's it is narrow. Okay. Not so gonna happen. Ma- it, it, it's almost like a prison cell at this point. Yeah. yeah. I'm not with being on water on a boat. Oh, it's I love beautiful, it. but I love it. to be stuck and talking about I can't get home and it, and this the time for me to go home. Y'all mm-hmm. tell me y'all need to stay here for two more weeks in the middle of the ocean. And no, that's not gonna work for me. For like 23 hours out the day or something. Yeah. yeah it was crazy. I'm not gonna. It's not gonna work for me. Mm-mm. But my point is, is that when you talk about teachers you know the assumption is that teachers are going to just all all your teachers are going to come back to school Mm -hmm. and be in those classrooms to teach the students and my thought is the health challenges that teachers have Mm -hmm. you know whether it's diabetes or Mm -hmm. high blood pressure or whatever your your situation may be you 
can the teachers be at fault for saying, nah, I'm not coming back up in here? I don't, I don't think so. So what's the plan? Like, how do they get paid or how do they go on leave? Do they get FMLA and just go on leave? Well, like, how does that work? Well, I guess I guess they can go on FMLA, mm-hmm. um, especially if you have an underlying condition. You know, you can mm-hmm. get that. You got to use your sick leave, you know. Or can they be slotted to maybe do the online? Because I know some districts are doing, I guess, their teachers are going to teach the online Mm -hmm. program. So can those people maybe be selected to (laughs) do that? Or is that also a quality thing? They can. Mm -hmm. The question is, will that happen? Gotcha. I'm going to leave it at that. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because what's interesting is just today, um, our school district in Centerville, they said that they were going to give, you had to select by July 24th, mm-hmm. either you're going to do in-person, and they're proposing the in-person being either, it's an A schedule, B schedule. That's and, the hybrid model. Right. So mm-hmm. either one, either if you're on an A, you go five days, and then that next week of A, you at, you're at home mm-hmm. online, or do you want to do two days of in-person three days Mm -hmm. online Mm -hmm. or do you want to do 100% online so I signed up I said we decided 100% online but then my other question to Terrence was I said some of these virtual academies are Mm -hmm. F districts so are they going to outsource the (laughs) learning (laughs) to one of these virtual academies Mm -hmm. that's an F district now, if my kids are in an A district, am I going to select an F district to teach my kid online? And so what happened was Centerville, I just seen online before we started, that is called the school's PLP. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's a virtual, it's P as in Paul, LP. Yeah, what's that stand for? I don't know. That's oh, okay. that's the name of the curriculum. Oh, you teachers love them letters, don't y'all? Shut <laughs> up. That's what it's called. School's P-O-P. Ooh, look at these three letters. I was And I was looking for what it meant, and I couldn't find it. But anyway, it looks like it's not a virtual academy. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's more of a curriculum. curriculum. Mm-hmm. But they said that it's going to be run completely through this curriculum. See, that's... Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the thing, too. It's like... How does that disalign your students that have been, like our kids been in Centerville for five years. So when let's just say first semester, because the choice was you can make this selection for one semester at a time. Y'all did one semester. At so it's one semester yes, at a time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So first semester, you sign up for this. But let's just say second semester, COVID is over, it's under control, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we say we want them to go back to school. How disjointed are they going to be from their peers academically by being in this online program for, you know, two quarters? So that's that's another thing. It's like, okay, is there going to be some degree of catch up that's necessary or are they going to be on track or ahead? That's the risk. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the gamble. Yeah. But I hear because, see, I thought. All the districts, if they told you to go online, it was going to be outsourced, which I didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. Like, don't send me to ABC Online Academy. But then someone made the point, like, if you, if they do that, then you're out of district. Mm-hmm. And so the district doesn't get those dollars. Mm-hmm. So I guess the district's trying to keep their money per student. But it's just like all those different decisions that you have to make because it's like, 
is that going to throw my kid off or are they going to be on yeah. track? Well, let's be clear since I'm here on the couch. You on the couch. <laughs> uh, there's no good decision here. It's, yeah. it's, it's only a uh, the best decision that you can make for your family. Because there's, I mean, you know, I've used words. Uh, this pandemic has been, you know, a disaster. I've used catastrophe, how we've handled it. And it's just, it's so many layers. It's so many, like what you're speaking of. Mm-hmm. That's just another, and people don't understand the layers of how you have to make these decisions and how school works and how it's so much mm-hmm. that goes into this. And it's just so difficult. And um, But how are y'all even handling the mental health piece? Like, I know in some <laughs> of the schools, there are some mm-hmm. behavioral health therapists there for other reasons to support, like, um, special needs kids or whatever. But will there be therapists assigned to schools now? Like, have you heard I, anything about that? I have not. We had a mental health therapist at our last building. Mm-hmm. Um but then something happened uh, with the contract or something. I, I, I don't want to say because I, I don't right. exactly know, but she has stopped her services. So I don't believe we have any mental health services. Now, we may. I don't know. But uh, even if we did have one, it's not to the point uh, or to the capacity that I would want it to see because the the other. OK, so here's another layer, Terrence. <laughs> But wait, there's more. There's more, exactly. <laughs> so you have kids. You already have a poverty, uh, some some poverty school districts. You have kids who have a lot of trauma, a lot of mental health issues. Maya, you can attest to that. Mm-hmm. So now they've gone through more trauma. More trauma. With the COVID. And like I said before, whether that's some form of abuse that's been exa- exacerbated now. Because they've been at home. They've been at mm-hmm. home and everybody's house is not. The oh, Huxtables. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's a form, but also all the other forms of trauma, too. Mm-hmm. So now you got kids coming into these buildings who are mentally not well. Mm-hmm. A, a large portion of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not mentally well. <laughs> Man, I, listen. But it's to a different magnitude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not to, not to minimize anybody's mental well-being. I think you just did, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> shut up. Tim, shut up. You get to go home. You, you so be you all right. Yeah. <laughs> get some robot testing. Right. Right. Put some testing on it. Put some testing on it. But I'm saying, like, some of these kids have issues that you can't even imagine. You know what I'm saying? Like, trauma that you can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. So when you put this situation on top of that, oh, you no know, doubt. it's like. No doubt. We feel the way we feel just being quarantined in this situation for six months. But then when you start putting abuse and abandonment and all these other things mm-hmm. on top of this for kids mm-hmm. and then you want them to sit down be quiet and sit still and learn something Man. for six seven hours yeah, it's definitely it's tough i mean yeah it's tough it's i mean it's, so it's tough you know I've, I've heard i've heard some statistics in reference to just everything that's going on with the pandemic mm-hmm. being um domestic abuse has been up yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, sexual abuse has been up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um Domestic violence, drug use, alcohol, drug use, suicide. I yeah. mean, to the point where it's leading to suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen that. And I'm like, and I get it, you know. Um, and I think about, like, for us, as you see, we have a three floor home. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a three floor. Tim, home. don't start with me because you out live here in high society. You be quiet. But, no, no, but but no. <laughs> I, I'm, but when you think about somebody, and I'm speaking just not even us, but here in Ohio, mm-hmm. we have bigger houses. When you start thinking about big cities like New York, mm-hmm. and everybody smashed up together, they on top of each other, seven hundred mm-hmm. square feet, mm-hmm. and a studio, and mm-hmm. it's five of them in there, mm-hmm. or you know. So when I think about Situations like that, man, I'm just like, man. But even how I feel, I here here's what I tell Maya, and, and this is my God honest truth. Overall, I'm good because my family is good. Absolutely. We good. We good. Like we ain't we in good health. Um we 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 haven't thank God we haven't caught COVID Absolutely. or anything like that. Absolutely. So with that fact alone, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Where I get stressed out. And I, you know, I get a little, like, I get stressed out because of COVID. Because me personally, I'm a, I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. So I like going out. I like talking to people. I'm a DJ. Mm-hmm. But I also work a job where <laughs> I say, I miss the people that I don't even talk to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I like feeding off of people's energy. Mm-hmm. So just from a mental aspect, it's like, it is, it's I'm, I'm an extrovert too. Yeah. And it's tough, man. It's tough. And think about this. So my wife, she's in education too. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I'm, you know, my stressor is, man, I gotta go to this building and you know, God forbid I get sick. Mm-hmm. My wife gotta go to another school building. Mm-hmm. We never thought, we never thought. You know, besides school shootings, right? But we whole another subject. Whole another. That's but, a whole another podcast, right? right but there. we never thought that we would be in this much danger simply by just going to work. Yeah, just being an educator. Just being an educator. But you yeah. know what, though, I'm gonna be honest. What you just said, school shooting, mm-hmm. that also makes me nervous. <sighs> that makes me nervous because now, what's the mental? What's the mental? What's the mental in some of these kids? Mm-hmm. To where they like, I, I I need to cause a commotion, or I'm depressed because of what's going on at home. Mm-hmm. That that's like even even the more now that makes me worried about stuff like that. It does because you you got these kids, you know, they already squirrely. And they're going to be coming. They ain't seen their friends in six months. And the lack of conflict. These kids, these lack days. Lack of conflict resolution They do skills. not mm-hmm. have conflict management skills. They not going to just, hey, man, you did. So it's just like, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And it's, you we got here. a whole situation. It's like. We here. Now, when, now y'all come to the office and we sit down and talk about it. It wasn't even that deep. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all could have just talked about it. Now mm-hmm. we got a whole situation. He took one now later from you? Yeah, but we can't even have that. We Literally, Tim. It's two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, Tim, like, literally, we can't even have a physical altercation at this point because it's literally dangerous. You know what I'm saying? That's like, what I'm saying. y'all can't even have no physical altercation because we're trying to keep y'all at a distance in the first place, mm-hmm. which is the reason why I keep trying to explain to Jade. Okay, Jay, you can go to school, right? Y'all got to be six feet apart. Mm-hmm. That's number one. You got to wear that mask all day. That's number two. Then y'all sitting at the table. Y'all can't sit across from each other and be all piled up at the lunchroom table like y'all was back in January. No, let, let me have it's a over. Food. Let me have a fry. So I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like, put your hands in my food over here. But my point is, is that 
in the kids' mind, going back to school, it's going to look like it did in January and February. And we're going to still, I'm going to mm. see my friends and we're going to get to, no, you're going to literally see them from across the room, wave, but y'all probably going to be communicating <laughs> via phone and after school anyway. Exactly. You, you, You're not going to be together. Y'all going to be across the room. Y'all not going to be together. And I don't think that the kids are under conceptualizing. I'm going to go back to school with my friends. No, you're going to go back to school and see them. But you're not going to be able to physically connect with them because of the social distancing. Even some of the strategies that teachers use, like let's say for for science, you know how you do some projects, project-based stuff, experiments, groups. They can't do that. You cannot. So school, so school doesn't even look at all the same at all. So it's almost like, well, what do we? I got to come to work with, your a, life. with a mask mm-hmm. and a shield on, looking yep. like a welder. <laughs> <laughs> Kids got shield. So Man. school is not even going to be recognizable. It's not. And this, this is this is why I say it. It, it, it has to be a call. To action to get this pandemic under control. That's what we're going to call this podcast. Unrecognizable school. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question. Well, okay. So, Tim, on a personal note, because mm-hmm. then I want you to talk about your upcoming project. Mm-hmm. On a personal note, I don't. Okay. How did we meet? Oh, okay. <laughs> Enough with COVID. Yeah, that's depressing. I'm telling you. Um, so we both were getting our uh masters. I was getting my second masters, by the I way. I was getting my second too. Oh, Don't okay. play so, me. <laughs> so we both was getting our second masters in educational leadership because we were wanted to be aspiring administrators. Correct. Right. And um we we met at um at, at Antioch University Midwest. We still keep in contact with some of those people. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how we met. And uh-oh, uh-oh, Terrence, I hear and, and I see. She got the shovel out. Right. She's about to start digging. And so we had a very small cohort yes. of people. I think mm-hmm. it was a total, what, 15 in the class? Maybe maybe 15. Maybe 15. That. And so we just all jailed because it was it was a, um, what, what kind of school you call that when you all have to work together to do your work? Like, we all had to work together to do our work. So it wasn't yeah. like you was in school by yourself and you can kind of be isolated. That's why it's a cohort. You said cohort? I missed it. Sorry. We was a cohort. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting late. I'm tired. But it was a cohort. years old. Don't start with me. uh, (laughs) Don't start with me because Tim is in his 40s. So don't start with me. Did you get your AARP in the mail? Be quiet. I'm going to say how old I am. I said you're in your 40s. I didn't say what you were. All right. Hello? (laughs) But um, it was a cohort of us. And we just clicked. Yeah. We just mm-hmm. naturally just click. Ain't nobody so my click. I think <laughs> I think me, you, Daniel, we were all in DPS. Weren't we all working me, for DPS? Me, you, yeah. Daniel, Daniel, Cicely. So some of us was working in the same school district, even though we weren't socializing. Don't forget our boy, Jay Nall. Jay, that's my, that's my. The homie. That's the homie. What up, Josh? Okay, so Look we all. <laughs> so we was all just clicked up. And then eventually we just kept connecting talking did you do your homework did you do your homework mm-hmm. and then it just became this like friendship other people fell off mm-hmm. and i just got stuck with the guys and mm-hmm. i'm called to do that that's what west called me is to do that what <laughs> he'd be like what's up do that <laughs> so do that. i'm the do that in a group of four guys and me and i consider all of y'all brothers absolutely 
I mean, like, if I got a need, and at first I had to tell Terrence, I was like, so this is what's going on. <laughs> and he was fine because I've had male friends even mm-hmm. before, and he understands it's strictly platonic. People are married. Ain't mm-hmm. no crazy stuff, and we hold each other accountable. But when I say you my brother. Absolutely. Brother. Absolutely. You I know right. if no. I got a need, I could pick up the phone and call my sister and say, hey, I need to borrow my brother for a minute. Absolutely. I need to borrow twenty dollars. I got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? Then I say nothing about no money. But that's how we that's what siblings do. That's how we got. Yeah, that, that that's how. Um, you know, it, I I think um, you know, people and this man, this is an idea for a whole nother podcast. What? Dum, dum, dum. Um. Platonic friendships. Yes, we kind of, we kind of hit. Y'all kind of hit that, but we need to go deeper we because need to go deeper, yeah. people really don't get it. it. Yeah, okay. It can be like your wife. I don't. I mean, she's never treated me weird. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he doesn't treat you weird. But I think that's strange to people in this time too. You know what I mean? Like, how you got all these male friends? Your husband don't be tripping? Like, no. Nah, that, he got it, female I, friends, and I don't be tripping. Yeah. Like. You know, when, when when me and my wife um, first got married, you know, I was very, I, we, me and my wife were very honest with each other, which is a principle you have to have in mm-hmm. marriage, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I let her know, you know, I have female friends, mm-hmm. you know. And she, you know, my wife is not the jealous type. She's the best wife in the world. Oh, that's so oh, nice. Yeah. Shout out to Tamisha I mean, McKinney. We call Tamisha. You must have did something. You must have did something. That's my baby. Good job, brother. But, but she, you know, th- there's no jealous. And I'm not jealous, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and and the fact that I don't care what other people think, mm-hmm. you know. You definitely don't. I don't. You, you know? can say that 10 more times. I don't care do what other care. people think about me. I'd be like, Tim, I don't care. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know. I think I think even in, with our relationship, um, I've never, I've never tripped because you Mm-mm. never trip. Mm-mm. You like I have female friends that yeah. I've I've been out of town with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, that we go out to lunch, dinner, yeah. come over to the house. Like I've never given a reason. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I've never yeah. given a reason, and she's never given me a reason to be like, nah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah, that that is a deeper conversation to dig into. Yeah. yeah. We we gotta we gotta figure out who we gotta We need a we need a panel for that. Like yeah, yeah. we need a panel. Yeah, there's, 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 panel. Some, there's gonna be some people that's totally like no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. but I think it, But if it, if the dude was a player, then I understand what But it goes down it just yeah, the yeah. bottom line <laughs> the bottom line of it is trust. I feel like if, if somebody in the relationship, either partner has breached trust at some point that's deeply rooted in the relationship. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you have not done anything recently to be mm-hmm. distrustful. But if you have in the past, whether y'all were dating or engaged or married and you've done some stuff, then you gonna kind of get the side eye a little bit like, mm, you know, like, like this or yeah, <laughs> no, you getting the side eye. Okay. But I guess that, think that pierce your soul side. But eye. I guess right. think it just, when you really drill it down, it's just about trust. Yeah. And so if you don't give a person a reason not to trust you or the person hasn't given you a reason not to trust them, then I feel like what's the issue? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, we're clear about all of us are married. Yeah. Yeah. All of us. All of us are married. So we talk. I get to hear 
really it helps me in my relationship because I'd be like, really? That's how y'all think about that, huh? Then I'd be like, women don't do that. Nope, that is not, nope. That, yeah, that's whack. Women don't do that, you know? But that's how we became hey, that's That's how we, yes, absolutely. Yes. Dude, and, and it's funny because um, I've met so many friends through education. Mm-hmm. I think I, we're a family. I think teachers, yeah. you become you you become like family. Yeah, like you do. It's and I had these conversations with Jay Nall, some of my yeah. other homeboys. Like most of as I've gotten older and my education increased, I just noticed this. This wasn't done on purpose, but most of my friends really are educated. I've yeah, got, I've noticed that with Maya. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. noticed that with her. Like a lot of her strong relationships are through education yeah mm-hmm. through through her job and i was like i kind of envy it because in the business that i'm in it's a whole nother conversation oh, yeah, too yeah. you know one i'm i'm in the real estate mortgage oh, business yeah and i'm also a dj mm-hmm. a lot of the things that i do is transactional mm-hmm. my my you know um like my job is is not i don't have i have close somewhat close like we close just at work mm-hmm. like that's my buddy at work but outside yeah, of that associate. we don't really kick it outside yeah. of work you know we might go to lunch together or where you going for lunch pick me up something real quick or yeah. but outside of that like yo come to the house let's have a barbecue i don't have those relationships but i think because education is so fluid you know what it, i mean it must be it's very fluid so like people don't stay in buildings 20 30 years no, no more. more but you right so but you, you got deep relationships from people that you from buildings that you had years ago but i say that that's why i say it's fluid so i uh, think people are okay with not seeing you and still being in relationship with you because it's one of those things that this year i might be in a building teaching with you but next year i might not but we still cool yeah. you know what i'm saying so i think people are just understand you know, like them good people so mm-hmm. even though I'm going to check on you. You good? Mm-hmm. Just like with me and Tim, we were working in two different districts as an administrator. And I can call him and be like, man, like, I don't know what to do with this situation. I got yeah. a parent up here tripping, whatever, whatever. It, it, and it's still, even it's though we're in two different districts, yeah. it's still similar experience. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can still advise him. He can still advise me because it's kind of universal. Like education is kind of universal in the situations that you mm-hmm. deal with. So I think that makes people stick together because I still have something to be in contact with you about. Man, I got to give it up to educators, though. I really do, because you you really can't be an educator and don't care. Well, you, you can. I, I, I know there are people that are there. <laughs> I, know there I, know, I know there are people that are there that's just there for the Well, check. you can, yeah. I know that I know that exactly. They will weed themselves out. Yeah, we be like, yeah, bye bye. Mm -hmm. But I think I think just from what I've seen from you is a lot of the friends that you built friendships with care. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're like minded. Y'all care. So I think I I, I, my hats off because even when I did student ministry, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, ministry with 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 kids, and it's like, okay, this ain't just no we here. It's like it could be. 11 o'clock midnight mm-hmm. and they need they need help or they they need to talk to somebody mm-hmm. and it's like so you dealing with that mm-hmm. you got to teach a lesson you got to you got to 
teacher lesson so they can pass mm-hmm. the test, so they can pass their grade, so they can graduate from high school and go on to better things. Yeah. And, but it's so much deeper than that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I give it up because I'm like, me personally, I care too much to put myself in a position of being with y'all in because I, I would just mm-hmm. be like, I have, a, I have a heart for people. So a part, the, the transactional part kind of works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do try to develop relationships with people, but mm-hmm. a lot of people just want transactions. But the but the thing is, is that if you're in, you can't be in education for no other reason. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a ministry it's within itself. Too. Absolutely. Because you don't get paid enough. I don't care how high the skill is. It's not enough for what you have to do because you are on all the time. Mm-hmm. You're worried. Christmas breaks when the kids when you can't see them did they eat do they have this do they have that you're constantly worried I've seen you buy coats for kids yeah like you're constantly worried Mm -hmm. and so you just don't be off you know what I'm saying even in the summer you're like oh I sure hope so and so don't get in trouble because what I noticed in the middle school during breaks Mm -hmm. kids will come back on paper Mm -hmm. have you seen that so Mm -hmm. like during during the break pause come back on paper what is it like paper like probation or mm-hmm. have a charge or something like that mm-hmm. paper. Okay. I'm with you now. <laughs> yeah. I mean like literally come back mm-hmm. from with the county and you see the probation officer coming to school I'm like who are you here for? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm here for such and such. When they get in trouble. You put your hands behind back, your back. Christmas break, mm-hmm. summer break, spring break and you like dang so when the kids are in school it really gives them a purpose and a structure and it keeps Safety a lot of them out of trouble. Lastly, mm-hmm. what it was, you have a podcast coming up. Tell us a little bit about it. Oh, boom, boom, plug. Boom. Get the plug in. So, um, oh, this is going to cost you $8. Too. $8. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I do have a podcast uh, that I'm working on, um, that I'm assembling, I'm formulating a plan. Um, it's called the Truth Meter. Okay. And I like, I like that. Yes, the Truth Meter. And we, we're, in the truth meter, we're gonna talk about hot topics. Um, we're gonna talk about current events, things that are happening, and we'll expound more on current events like education, mm-hmm. pandemic. But we'll get into some relationship type things. We're gonna get into some politics too. I'm gonna to get into some some hot. That's why it's, it's based on hot topics. I hope I don't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Nick Cannon. Right, exactly. I gotta, you know, I gotta be cognizant of that. But um, it's just a way for me. You know, I, I have a lot to say, mm-hmm. and it's a way for me to uh, get get my thoughts and ideas out to the public. And you know, I also believe that you know it's in a way uh, a ministry. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and I can let people know how I feel. Uh, in a safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited. Yes. Um, part of the reason why I'm here is, you know, not only to engage in this podcast, but my man Terrence has been kind of helping me out on some of the technical aspects. Um, obviously, you know, Maya's my home girl, my sis. So uh, I'm going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. Hey, I, I, I told you, call me. We're going to be questions. your guests. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to be, we're going to come on your podcast. Absolutely. So, yeah. definitely. Absolutely. Loose. So, I'm excited. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, man. Um, no problem. We ain't even have enough time, but. Yeah. This, that's this okay. We'll good. finish on 
The truth meter. The truth meter. That's right. <laughs> Part two is like BET Plus. You, you're going to start on BET, but you got you got to you got to come over to BET Don't Plus. Don't even to get talk the... about it. I'm so annoyed right now. Because one of the shows that I watch on BET, regular, mm-hmm. um, dang, what's it? The, the Family Business? Oh. You don't watch BET. The Family Business was on BET. Oh, last I know. Season. My, I think my wife watched that. Yes. Yeah. Now, season oh. two is on BET Plus. I said, you got to be well, kidding me. Well, what you me. do is this, this is what you do. You can get BET Plus whenever you want it. You just wait till the season finish, and then you get BET Plus, and you binge it for the month. I know, but yeah. I don't want to wait. You know. I'm a TV watcher. Yeah. It's, but you know what? Oh, that's a whole other thing. I got this thing, man, where I'm like, I like watching businesses and see where they go. Mm-hmm. I have this theory, like, I think the movie theater business is done. Oh, man. I think the movie tough. theater business is toast. Are they, are they even... They're not even, they're not, they're still not open They're yet, still right? not open. No. And I said, well, why are they, I asked them yesterday, I said, so everybody else open? Why the movie theater not open? I mean, they can socially distance. They can. Spread them chairs out. But, see, I I think logistically you run into other oh, issues. tough. Because it's like, how, <laughs> how many seats do you want to leave empty? And is it worth it to open it up and we can only sell half of the capacity? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So is it worth it? But half is or, better than none. Like, they again, don't have any I revenue. Don't, I don't even know if it's going to be half. Can it, Or will it be, like, a third? Because, I mean, if, does it have to be? So what is six feet? Three seats in between or something? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the only way you can do half is if you cut out half of the chairs. And that's one seat. One seat in between. You know what I mean? So I don't know. And then, I mean, you got other wars that's going on. Like, uh, when Trolls came out, mm-hmm. I think that's universal. Mm-hmm. So now it's almost like they shot themselves in the foot because now the theaters don't even want to deal with Universal. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm a big Marvel head. I love oh, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So now Disney is like, we could release Black Widow on you uh, on um Netflix. Disney on Disney Plus. Oh, Disney Plus. Okay. But we might shoot ourselves in the foot because we just seen what happened to Universal. Mm-hmm. We want to keep our relationship strong with them, but I, I don't know. Like I don't. Mm, and then you got you got rumors. I don't know how true it is, but Amazon is thinking about buying out AMC Theaters. Oh. And Amazon already got the Amazon Prime video. Yes, they do. So it's like, it is, I'm just watching this thing like, who do I invest in? Or, you see us, we got a TV, sound bar. I don't even need to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Most people, I'm sure you got a, a TV, mm-hmm. sound, you got an Apple TV or an Xbox mm-hmm. or a PlayStation where you like. Why, I just, why would I go to the movie? I got my own movie theater here. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, pause it real quick. I need to go to the restroom mm-hmm. versus a movie theater. You like, babe, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me what Trying happened. Trying to hold it. <laughs> Man, I shouldn't have drank that lemonade. And it was Chick fil A lemonade that we snuck into the theater. In my big purse. In your big purse. <laughs> Tim, don't play. You know, you know about the big purse. Yeah. Man, that big purse, boy. We didn't we didn't snuck a whole rooster's meal up in there. We, Babe, take quick, your quick big story. purse. Quick story. Uh, when I was, uh, when Michael Max first came out with Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. uh, my mom, we she snuck in all these sandwiches and, and everything. So, yeah, I know about the big purse. I'm yeah, your mama like, that. uh-uh, we not paying all that money at the concession stand. I got y'all. Y'all going to get these home. <laughs> Sandwiches, mm-hmm. this chips, and this jug juice. Y'all gonna be mm-hmm. all right. Hey, 
The big purse come in handy. I ain't the only mm-hmm. one. Yeah, now, I, I will, will I but will I do buy the popcorn. I will buy the popcorn now. Yeah, but we will bring a whole but. salad and, and, and chicken <laughs> chicken wings. We be up in the movie theater. Just, people are like, man, what the heck? But you know, now they sell their own food. Right? Mm-hmm. That's gonna cost you. The food be cheaper than the drink. Mm-hmm. The man and the popcorn. So it's like, let's order us a pizza. Let's sit are on we the couch before we go? And boom, we we good. We good. Yeah, we, we streaming on 4K. <laughs> Or a 1080. But anywho, we can keep going on and on. I thank you so much, Tim, for coming. Thank nope, you. Not Robert. a problem. Enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, we, it. We're going to be on the lookout for the truth meter. Absolutely. Yes. The truth meter. And um, this is another edition of the Dorsey Den Podcast. I am DJ Dorsey. And I'm Maya Dorsey. Thank you all so much for listening. And uh, make sure y'all hit that subscribe button and uh, tell a friend about the show. We and out. Until next time. Holla. <laughs>